Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. 817 says Prime Beef Thief. That's money right there. A little uh, follow-up on L.A. Live. Lucius Alexander talked about a beef heist. We're heading to Vegas after the show. In one hour, we will be in a vehicle heading to Love Field and preparing to fly into Sin City for coverage of Super Bowl's Radio Row, which will be underway tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. Saw we have some flooding in Vegas. So hopefully that does not impact our our transportation or our ability to get to Radio Row tomorrow to pick up the show. But, yeah, it's a a rarity, but it's real. It's crazy. Kind of shades of 2010 when uh, the Cowboys hosted the Super Bowl. We had a historic winter storm come through. And then uh, that sphere thing in in Las Vegas, it's pretty badass. And this afternoon, Adidas launched a Patrick Mahomes takeover (laughs) at the sphere. And I'm, I'm watching a Twitter video that I'll retweet that for you at gbag nation if you want to jump on there when you get there you can follow us all uh through the uh, the links in in the bio so yeah we're looking forward to it some big guests planned and some huge shows are planned hijinks the whole deal hope you can tolo through the whole thing starting tomorrow uh with sean and rj at, at 5 30 here's the woolly bully with your proper round tripper on your home of the rangers all right it appears we've got uh, this diamond sports agreement for bally to broadcast the rangers games through 2024 and at least for for one more year in a motion filed friday with the houston-based u.s bankruptcy court for the southern district diamond sports which operates as bally requested the approval of an amended TV rights agreement with the Rangers. The agreement, if approved, would allow the Rangers the ability to seek alternatives for new broadcast partners starting 2025, but at least for this year, they would remain on Bally. So uh, I know we were hoping maybe Amazon would jump in here, but assuming this thing gets approved and it is scheduled for February 9th, at which time they will uh, make the final decision on that, We'll see what happens with the Rangers staying on Bally, but it seems like that's probably the likely deal here for 2024 for Ranger fans out there. If you're having issues with them, you're still going to have that problem. Uh, But the Rangers did make some moves today. Uh, They're filling out their spring training roster. They announced the club has signed three players to minor league contracts with invitations to spring training. Lefty Danny Duffy. Get signed. He had 28 relief appearances for Frisco and Round Rock. They've also got uh, catcher Jose Godoy was brought in as well. Uh, and then the 33-year-old lefty Chasen Shreve gets brought in. So he combined to go one and two last year over 50 relief appearances with Detroit and Cincinnati. Another veteran arm that they're bringing in. But this is interesting. They've reunited with uh, outfielder DJ Peters. But they're going to make him a pitcher. So he's going to move from outfield uh, to the mound, and he signed a minor league deal with the club over the weekend. He does not have an invite to big league camp. He went to Korea for the 2022 season for a more lucrative opportunity, but only 85 games were played for him with the Lotte Giants, and then he returned to the U.S. last year. So 
He's a guy that's trying to work on his command, his pitch arsenal, but he's 6'5", 225 pounds. They claimed him off waivers, and maybe they're in, they end up uh, working with him and they develop something there going from outfield to a pitcher. So some contract moves there for the Rangers. The big deal in Major League Baseball, Colleyville Heritage Zone, Bobby Witt Jr., he got himself the bag today. He signed a massive 11-year, $288.8 million deal with the Kansas City Royals. So he's going to be in Kansas City for uh, really the majority, if not all, of his career. I think he does have an option for the last three years. Uh, So the ceiling of this deal could go 14 years to $377 million. But shout out to Bobby Wood Jr., man. Go get your payday. I just can't imagine playing baseball for the next decade and never really having a chance to win and finding enjoyment in that. That's what I was thinking. $288 million. Yep. Reasons for enjoyment, like T.O.'s agent. I mean, it's just such a pain in the ass to lose. It, it ruins your day. It, it can ruin yeah. weeks. I mean, they did find a way to go to the World Series in 14 and 15. Who knows? Maybe they're able to build a solid squad around him. But you do usually think of Kansas City as a team that is not proven to be uh, winners, especially over uh, as of late here since Yeah, you know, every 30 or 40 years, Blind Squirrel's going to find a nut. <laughs> Maybe they you can know. find one with Bobby Witt Jr. Maybe we can right. find one here with our front runners. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's what. That's I mean, what we're due for. 30, 40 years. We're kind of we're going to be in that in that yeah. window of opportunity, man. We'll see. You got to strike while the iron's just hot. Have to get lucky, you know. You just get into the tournament and see what happens. They got to get yeah. real lucky. Saw some bold predictions today for uh, some of the top prospects in all of Major League Baseball. Oh, feed me some Wyatt Langford oh, yeah. home run king. Oh, yeah. Just mashing, right? Is the projections just that he's just going to mash? Is that all it says? So they say uh, Wyatt Langford will make a serious push for Rookie of the Year. The fourth overall pick in last summer's draft tore through three Major League levels in two bleeping months. Mm-hmm. But even if the Rangers return him to Round Rock for more seasoning, he'll push for a May-June promotion into their crowded outfield pushing Evan Carter, Adolis Garcia into center field. Uh, and I, I agree with you, man. I mean, some of his numbers that they're projecting for him, we're talking 25-plus homers potentially. Dude's going to be an absolute stud. And then there's Evan Carter. Uh, we know what he did last year. This season, Carter will become the fourth player since 1940 to walk 100-plus times at 21 or younger, joining Juan Soto, Mike Trout, and Ricky Hernandez. And I'm buying it. Yes. Full count Carter didn't get his nickname for no reason. No, no. He was he was, he was was setting those types of records as a youngster in the postseason. It felt like after every game there was a new, oh, Evan Carter, youngest since so-and-so to do something super awesome. Just a stud. I mean, his eye at the plate is ridiculous, assuming health, and he's there uh, for majority of the season. That seems like a lock. We got the bovine buccaneers and the sirloin purloiners coming in as well. I got to look wow. up purloiners. Dude, the bovine Chuck. buccaneers. Yeah, that's pretty good right there. That's that's sick. Must have a wordsmith out there mm-hmm. doing work. No, those are two different numbers. Man, the sir the sirloin purloiners came out of East Texas, so they they must have some some learned company around the back forty this afternoon. Theo Epstein is back with the Boston Red Sox. JK, my family's from East Texas. Oh, there you are. He's working for the Henry Group, right? He's rejoined them as a part owner and senior advisor. So it's possible he's part of that Henry Group. Uh, He's got a stake in Fenway Sports Group, which means he's now a minority owner in the organization. And as I mentioned, as a senior advisor, uh, he's going back there where he helped break the curse. He was their GM in 2002 at age 28, helped them win that World Series title in 2004, was their executive vice president. For nine years, and then he took off. But uh, after the 2011 season, he became president of the Chicago Cubs. Now he's back with Boston to try and bring back some of that magic. We also did have the MLB winter power rankings. Come on out. The Rangers didn't fall too far. 
I was wondering the Dodgers, of course, with all of their spending this offseason, getting Shohei Otani. Yeah. And the latest update on Shohei Otani is that he is very confident he'll be in the opening day lineup versus the Padres as a designated hitter, as uh, he will not be pitching. We know that, but certainly at least he can be part of the lineup with his bat. So he's very confident. Uh, and he's on schedule with his recovery right now after having surgery in his final season with the Yankees. But the power rankings do have the Dodgers at one. I don't think that's a surprise. The Braves are at two. And this is what ticks me off here. Damn, the Houston Astros are at number three. Hmm. Are you kidding me? They got the Astros ahead of They got ahead the of Astros right at now? three, and I think it's because of you know what they were able to do, adding Josh Hader. Yeah. So now they've got a really good bullpen, but it didn't seem to matter against the Rangers in the ALCS. They just want to overlook that. But they do have the Rangers at four, and they do right, which excites me. Is a reunion with Jordan Montgomery inevitable? Don't bet against it. As agent Scott Boris is in a good position with the Rangers brass, he directed Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon to Texas and undoubtedly helped in moving Montgomery and Scherzer there as well via trade over the summer. As the Rangers situation clears up, they should be able to pounce and set themselves up for a repeat run. Don't forget DeGrom's waiting in the wings as he recovers from Tommy John. Texas is in a good position to contend no matter what happens for the rest of spring. But I like this. We're not hearing a lot about Jordan Montgomery. Here is another article that's saying reunion. I think so. Can we get the party going? Let's go, Monty. Resign. We need you. That would be exciting. You know, I, I just feel like with these power rankings, though, it, it's it's just it's not going deep enough. I mean, you want to talk about what uh, Houston has added in Hater? Uh, okay, you know, but the the Rangers have added bullpen help as well. They are significantly better on paper. If you have Evan Carter on the team for the season, you're not losing the division on the last day. And if you add Wyatt Langford to that as well, maybe that's a little bit too much of a projection for these power rankings type of people. But that team is going to be crazy. That that team, you add two really good young players to the squad that lost the division on the last day last year. They would have won the division comfortably and then kicked the Astros' butts in the ALCS. There would be nobody that would put Houston above Texas in the power rankings right well, now. And, I mean, how about you actually have a full healthy season from Josh Young, who yeah. last year he was the healthiest of his career. He still missed six weeks with the thumb. Corey Seager was an MVP runner-up despite missing, what was it, almost two months over the course of you the season? You had the worst bullpen in the history of the playoffs. Yeah. And you fixed that for the most part. Some of the other things that could uh, keep the Rangers into when it comes to repeat mode and dynasty mode, you know, Evan Grant writes, you've got Marcus Simeon. Maybe he decides to give himself more of a break. He did have 835 plate appearances, was an offensive non-factor, though, in October. And I wonder if that had a factor. Maybe Marcus Simeon's a little bit more open-minded, too. I'll take some day, regular season games off. I'll take a breather. I'll let Ezekiel Duran go out there and play second. I'll let Josh Smith play. Uh, we've got some guys that can fill in for a day or two. Just take a break, Marcus. Right? We want your bat. Come playoff time. We know you're an Iron Man. I mean, can you imagine your 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 company just walks up to you and you're like, hey, for the betterment of all of us, you get to everything's the same, the money's the off. same. Just you know, <laughs> enjoy a little bit of time away. You, you know, from this, time to time, man. get some rest, do less. You know, from time to time, we just need you to do less, Marcus. Is that okay with you? And it's funny because they probably need Jonah Heim to catch a little bit less too. From September 10th through the postseason, he started 37 of 38 games, which is an insane workload for a catcher. I mean, that is a grueling, grueling position. Uh, so now you got Kaisner, who they brought in. Maybe he's a guy that ends up platooning. Maybe Sam Huff presents himself as a legitimate option as both a catcher and a hitter. Of course, I think if you reunite with Jordan Montgomery, a big key for me, at least one of these guys, Jack Leiter, Owen White, maybe a Zach Kent, 
prove themselves capable of coming in and maybe giving you a half dozen starts by the end of the season? Could Clayton Kershaw continue to be an option for the Rangers uh, against Houston? Can you beat them? Rangers are 39-79 and 79 against Houston the regular season the last five years, and they got them in October. Can that carry over? The one-run record keeps improving. One-run records are often a product of luck. Last year, the Rangers, the 29-59 and 59 in one-run games the last two seasons. So a lot of that hurt was two years ago under Chris Woodward, but that still wasn't an area that they totally fixed last year. And why? The bullpen. The bullpen was a big reason as to that. You add a couple of veterans. That can help out. And, uh, you know, you got a guy named Bruce Bochy. And I feel like that puts us all at ease when it comes to some of these things. Final rumors of uh, the Major League Baseball world today. The Giants are in talks with former Miami Marlin-designated hitter Jorge Soler. And if a deal gets done, Soler will presumably step in the DH slot there at Oracle Park. He's 32. Declined a $13 million player option with the Marlins. The Dodgers have re-signed righty reliever Ryan Brazier to a two-year deal, according to The Athletic. And Zach Greinke, you know, that's another name. He's older, uh, was not very good last year with the Kansas City Royals, but he does not want to retire. He wants to come back for a 21st season, the grunter that is, Zach Greinke, uh, not wanting to retire just yet. And we've got teams that are still showing interest in former Oakland Athletic Tony Kemp. Five teams, the Blue Jays, the Pirates, the Red Sox, and the Yankees have expressed interest in that free agent, according to fan-sided. So there's some of your news as we go around the bases here on your Home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers, and we're getting closer and closer to going out to surprise Arizona to party with all of you. Man, I cannot wait. It, it, it's going to be great. You know, I remember when the Royals won the World Series. Was that in 2015? Yes. And it was absolutely epic. In Surprise, because, you know, the Rangers and Royals, they share that stadium there in Surprise. And the, the the stands were not only packed, but it was like packed with a buzz, you know, and, and you could hear it audibly throughout the, the Royals games. And I never heard anything, you know, like that at Surprise Stadium before or since. It was pretty cool when Russell Wilson visited the Rangers and the Seahawks had just won the Super Bowl. And, like, Seahawks fans are showing up to a party at Surprise Stadium as, you know, Russell Wilson's out there pretending to be a baseball player. That was pretty dang cool. But the Royals took it next level, and I think Rangers fans are just going to blow it out. It's it's going to be epic. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys out there. Okay, when we come back, uh, Eric Chiafalo has his uh, trademark sports hodgepodge. And where are we going tonight, sir? We got some football news to share with you, the Tolos, and a little reaching or preaching next year in the nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're off to Vegas here in about 35 minutes. This segment of the G-Bag Nation is a sports hodgepodge. It's brought to you by Window Nation and the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels, 214-817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Here's Eric Chiafon with that uh, hodgepodge. Okay, we'll get a little uh, G-Bag Nation reaching or preaching situation going on here in just a moment. But uh, looks like... We have, uh, it's going to be quite the football weekend when football returns in September because uh, it looks like the Eagles are going to be hosting a week one game on a Friday night in Brazil. Now, we don't know who their opponent's going to be yet. It could be the Cowboys. It could be the Cowboys. Because the Cowboys are supposed to go to Philadelphia. This is going to be a Philadelphia home game. So one team on the schedule of Philly that's supposed to go to Philadelphia is going to end up going to Brazil. Maybe it'll be the Cowboys. I don't know. But you have September 5th being the NFL opening kickoff, Thursday night football, as we know it, with the Super Bowl champ, you know, reigning Super Bowl champion versus who knows. Then the next night, you're going to get football again, Friday night football, live from Brazil. Here's the Eagles taking on whoever. And then you're going to get September 7th, the very next day, that Saturday. Here we go, Broadus. Bennett and his and his buddies are going to be heading to Michigan in the big house. Yeah, Bennett's already trying to kind of formulate that plan. So This is a three-day run of football. Yeah. This is going wow. to be a welcome, a return to football weekend, unlike anything we've ever seen before. Then, of course, on September 8th, that's a Sunday. You get the, the first football Sunday of the year. Then September 9th, you get uh, Monday Night Football. So from September 5th to September 9th, you have legit NFL and or college football action to consume. And the Eagles will be doing Friday Night Football Week 1 in Brazil, uh, the first, first NFL-Brazil game. I think we got a chance for this to be Cowboys, Brian. How about you? I, I just think... Jerry couldn't turn down some of the scenery, number one. But also, you have, an, you have a unique setting and a little bit of NFL history. Friday night, NFL opener. That seems like the combination of events that could put Jerry down I can there. see that. Yeah, and, it's, and you're the road team. You're not giving up your home game. No, you're not at all. I was just wondering who, el- who all – Philly plays basically the same people that Dallas plays, right? Yes. But I wonder if there's a, if there's a game on there because, you know, the most popular, the most popular teams in South America – are the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, the Steelers are a team that could be eligible. They're supposed to go to Philadelphia this year. Okay. So maybe maybe it's okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
th- those are two of the most popular because I remember working at DallasCowboys.com and that we were we always had a, a grid of where the most popular oh, that's teams cool. were around the world. And, you know, Dallas is most of them. But in South America, it is New England because of Tom Brady's ex-wife from oh, being from down there. And then the Steelers had some connection that the fans kind of gravitated to down there. So maybe it might be the Steelers. That, Could be uh, the Steelers. The other option the Cowboys have is uh, going to play Carolina this year. They play in Munich, Germany as one of their home games. So those would be two options for the Cowboys. Maybe to get an international game would be their road game to Carolina, playing in Munich, or maybe this Friday night opener against the Eagles. That'd be fun. Would be pretty cool. Uh, okay, a little reaching or preaching here over the weekend. Michael Porter Jr. Uh, was on the Pivot podcast uh, with Channing Crowder, Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and um, the, the, he, he, he became under fire a little bit on the Internet. Uh, they're talking about the WNBA. They're talking about the players being paid. Now, Michael Porter Jr. is now an NBA champion. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so listen to his thoughts. Current NBA player talking about WNBA players and what they should be uh, potentially making financially. And they're very talented, but so is so is a famous ping pong player. They're just as talented as, as a like the best ping pong player is just as talented as the best basketball player. That doesn't mean they're going to get paid the same because it's because right. they play what, ping pong. It's what the people want to watch. You know what I mean? So, right. as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as as men basketball players, it's 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 a different sport. People they're not packing out the arenas. Obviously, their TV deals aren't the same. So, as much as I advocate for women and kind of the equality of the respect of their craft and all those things. I mean, you can't pay them the same thing, you know, but I do feel like they should, there, there should be a little way to make a little bit more money for right. them because they are very talented. Right, it's not make, as exciting. It, no, it's it's not as it's exciting. It's not as exciting basketball. Yeah, you're not. They got a load of rims. I would watch a girl coming down the lane. <sighs> on another, I would watch that. They need to load the rims. Okay, is, uh, is he reaching or preaching there? You know, it's it's something that um, it's an uncomfortable truth. But yes, if if the if the women players made what the NBA players make, then that league would go bankrupt in one day. They'd be like, "Oh, okay, well we heck, they got to pay way more than we owe, so they, we can't run this business anymore." They can't even charter. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, how hard? I mean, it, I, I think it's totally it's it's really unfair for these these ladies, though. Are you ask them to pay the same as the men? No. But there needs to be something. I guarantee you, if they said, listen, more pay or charter service, I guarantee you there's a lot of those gals that would, would, would raise their hand for the charter service. Yeah, because last year we had just that story be, about them getting stuck at the airport. Yeah, just for the just it's it's really it's it's convenient for the way that these teams travel in the NBA. A lot of these owners do have their own planes and stuff and but you know those those poor gals, they got to get on. You know they got to get on, go through airports and all those things. And the league says, no, we're not going to let you. But somehow to get better travel, that and maybe a little bit more money too. It'd be nice if if the NBA just took a small, tiny percentage of a percentage of their revenue and blessed the women's game. You yeah. know, invested in the women's game like they did initially when the WNBA came out. A lot of the NBA owners were like, sure, I'll take a team, we'll subsidize it, but after a while they lost interest in that. You know, when when the economics of of revenue are in your favor, it's up to, you know, somebody to help you or a shoulder shrug, right? But 
there's there's no like incentive to pay them more and there's no obligation to pay them more. Like when it came to the women's soccer, they actually had a great argument because when the World Cup was being played, they were doing huge numbers on American TV. Mm-hmm. And what what women's soccer had done is they built their compensation model around what the world did globally. And the world would say, well, women's soccer just isn't that popular and our revenue is way low, so we can't pay you out. But in America, the women were making millions and millions of dollars for the TV networks. So they found a way to make that work because back home here, American eyeballs were watching them on TV a lot, right? Here in the WNBA, there's there's no entity that's paying so much attention and driving any revenue, not throughout the calendar year and not on a four-year cycle. What I do see as interesting right here, though, is how interesting the college women's game has become. And at the Final Four last year, the men's games, you could get in for 50 bucks. The women's game was $300. The women's college Final Four competing with the men's college Final Four. You know, so you can see maybe competition is improving or maybe interest in the women's game is improving and maybe one day we could make it there. Sure. I wonder what the revenue splitting is in the WNBA. Like, I don't know how much are the players not getting enough of the pie. Like, I know the pie is not anywhere close to the size of what the NBA pie would be, for instance, but are the NBA players getting a bigger chunk of the NBA pie than what the WNBA players get for theirs? I don't know, but I think that that's where if you're a, you know, a WNBA player they're or whatever. They're both 50-50. They're both 50-50? Okay. Yeah. So then there, there's no argument there. But, of there. course, their revenue is way greater in the NBA. Oh, yeah, 100%. I do think the the where Michael Porter Jr. erred – uh, and he he got he got thing. dragged on Twitter pretty good. Yeah, doing doing the ping pong comparison. Yeah, yeah. that's probably. But I did like his I'm idea. I'm as a ping pong player. You know, sport talent is sport talent. You know, and and hitting a ball that's coming like a thousand miles an hour at you, quick reactions, and being able to put that back on the table with spin. That's sick talented. Oh, and I think yeah. that's what he's saying. Like he's like yeah. the, the best ping pong player is is incredible at his craft, is is as impressive as the best NBA player or whatever. But no one's packing out arenas to watch people play ping pong. Oh, yeah, and, you know, no yeah, one. So that was like aren't the there. point he was making. Like, it's I not res- that obscure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just a, when you, when you throw ping pong out there, like that's the quote that ends up would, going. That's the line that goes viral, and then all the ladies on Twitter just uh, you know extremely insulted. Would you say that? Like ha- averaging over six thousand fans a game would be a good attendance for the WNBA. Would yeah, you say that's pretty it's good. good? That's pretty good. Eight of their twelve teams average over six thousand fans. The highest end is the Las Vegas Aces. They're at ninety five hundred. Phoenix Phoenix Mercury's at ninety one hundred. The Seattle Storm is at eighty nine hundred. I mean, they they've got eight of their twelve teams average over six thousand fans a game. But the NBA, it's like twenty thousand. NBA somewhere like yeah, the sixteen, eighteen, something like that. Now, there's yeah, some, there's some there, teams a lot that play in smaller arenas. Yeah, there's some teams that don't average very good in the NBA. But, For sure. But I I would say if you said eight of the twelve teams over six thousand fans a game, I'd yeah. say that's I'd say that's pretty good eyeballs. And that's on, fair, on a game, and, and it's it's somewhat comparable. I mean, the average price for an NBA ticket is closer to one hundred fifty or two hundred dollars, depending on what city you go to. The average WNBA ticket is actually forty seven dollars. Yeah, so they're within a third of the price, and they're within a third of the attendance numbers. 
their compensation should be at a third? No, because cable revenue is the lion's share of professional right. sports leagues. Right. And can you get the, the billion-dollar you know buys from ESPN or, or TNT? Maybe we're getting closer with the Angel Reese's and some of the stars captivating you know, American audience in college, maybe they go to the WNBA, they pick up a marketing, you know, viral trend or something happens for them. We've seen incredible leaps in the college game, you know, and those ladies that are so popular for the final four, like WNBA teams are chock full of them, you know, yeah. like you watch the WNBA product and you're like legit. I'm blown away with, yeah. with the plays, the quality of, of, of the skill set. It's there. Um, you know, in in a, in a significantly way better than the college game, but there's just something about the the women's uh, you know final four that has hit, and I, I'm waiting for that to hit in the WNBA, and then and maybe maybe we get closer to the TV eyeballs. Could you guys get on board with his lowering the rims idea so we could see some dunks? That could be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love playing dunk hoops, man. Oh my gosh, yeah. That, that it ruined my jump shot from age 14 to 18. I never played on 10 foot hoops again. I was I was a damn good shooter at 13, 14. Maybe oh, one of the best no. in school. But then I didn't make the team, and I said, to hell with it. Give me the little ball. Let's just I'll dunk. Just, I'll just dunk. Yeah, I was short and fat, but I could shoot that ball. Dang, dude. I had to stroke. Yeah. So what would you lower down to, like, eight feet? I don't know. Maybe nine. Okay. Hey. I, think, yeah, I think nine. Very impressive. Some of those gals can dunk already on 10. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. But just in terms of getting, like, a consistent amount of, like, just freaking. I mean, the thing is the vertical jump. And the, and the most ladies just do not have a vertical It's jump. interesting yeah. to me, though, that the entire sport is, you know, everything is a little bit different. Everything's a little bit smaller except for the regulation height. Yeah. You know, the ball's a little smaller, where the three-point line is a little bit smaller, you know, shorter distance, but the rim stays the same height. I'm surprised that they didn't, you know, adjust for that. Whenever. Yeah, they could. Uh, but that changes, as you said, that changes the shooting for everybody. Like now mm-hmm. the entire sport is changing to where all these girls are having to relearn how to shoot a basketball on like a nine or eight foot goal. So um, nonetheless, that is uh, Michael Porter Jr. there. Now here's some sound of a uh, a hockey player. This guy, I'm, I'm not overly familiar with his game, but uh, I, I like this guy. Seth Jarvis. Okay. He, uh, he plays for the Carolina Hurricanes. They just got off the... Uh, the all-star break, and so he gets back with the media. He's in the locker room. It looks like they're getting out uh, ready to go to practice or whatever, and they ask him uh, sort of <laughs> – they ask him pretty blatantly about his all-star shenanigans, and uh, this was this was his interaction. So have you sweat out all the beer from uh, – I didn't – I don't drink, so it's nothing to sweat out. Um, I was in the gym most of the time there. Just take care of the body. <laughs> I hope I hope I sweat all over here. I think it's all gone. <laughs> I think it's all gone. <laughs> he had him fooled for a second. Uh, no drink. He had because he had given up the idea. Like he could have been a late All Star hockey guy to to show up there, but he was like, "Thanks, but no thanks. I already got my Mexico trip planned, so I'm going to Mexico." He denied the opportunity to be like a late addition to the All Star, yeah. and so he had told them that. Move. He told them that on the front end. So then they come in and ask him about like, "Okay, you went to Mexico, so obviously you were having yourself a good time." And uh, he played a little fun there. I thought that was uh, that was pretty good. How do you like this for? I mean, we just heard Mad Dog last week. He was a G bag of the day. Champion for uh, a handful of days. 
with the uh, with the with the nerd freaks, uh, the data freaks. <laughs> you know, he's calling out the analytics and whatnot. Uh, we have a new installment of this. Here's a quote from Jim Beheim. Uh, former Syracuse coach. He is a crusty. He, he is. He is, he is a crusty. He, he might be the symbol for crusty. He is the crusty. Uh, of the crusties. Cer- certainly one of them. He's he at the, the table. He, is he no, the he is crusty. A, we bow to him. Yeah. 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 He's, he's the crusties. Yeah. <laughs> this is tons of respect uh, for Jim Beheim, and he's taking shots at Joe Lenardi. ESPN's yeah, college in, basketball. Out, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jim Beheim thinks the ACC has around six tournament teams and uh he sort of sticks it to espn's joe lenardi here uh who only has three in his sort of like projections for the acc quote from Bayheim, crusty Bayheim, to say there's three teams in the tournament i don't know what metrics you're using you're using the blind man metrics that's what you're using oh how about that to Joe Lenardi? All I think right. if you're Joe Lenardi, you take that and you're like, hey, this is this is this is good. This is Stephen A. Smith being called out by one of the players or whatever for a take he has or whatever. Ultimately, this is good for business, Joe. Yeah. Embrace yeah. this situation right here. That's a Hagee on Basic type of call out right there. <laughs> if you if you're <laughs> Joe Lenardi, we should have pulled that. If you're Joe Lenardi, you kind of go, Yeah, and uh, you know, one of the three teams that I have in is not Syracuse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the- just just double down on just you're yeah, taking a swing really, at his, yeah. They're, they're on the bubble, but Syracuse, I think they're my outside four. Syracuse wouldn't even make my outside four, coach. Yeah. I just want to let you know that. I refuse to allow you guys to throw that in my face, though, at any point. You cannot tell me I'm using blind man metrics anytime <laughs> I throw numbers in your face just next time, okay? Yeah, Don't do that for me. All right, let's go to Vegas. Thanks, dude. Uh, Math was pointing out regarding the WNBA that a third of the attendance and a third of the ticket price would be a ninth of the attendance revenue. Just, just windmilling all over me. I'd... I st- I don't I couldn't even you know I didn't even know to that, correct sir. you so I appreciate people stepping in numbers like that. there I don't get them I, I got really lucky we got in high math school. watchdogs out there too I like it he dunked on you uh, better than a WNBA player could that's right <laughs> most of them anyway okay we'll get an update from uh, the Bassig Hagee storyline if you miss crosstalk today you might want to go back with your Odyssey app or whatever uh, streaming device you use and and take a listen to that. It'll, it might make uh, tomorrow's KMC Masterpiece a little more juicy for you. We'll chat with the Get Right, see what Reggie and Blake have cooking for you here on a Monday night. And then we're off to Vegas here in the nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you, Lucius. It was a surreal moment to close Crosstalk four hours and 55 minutes ago as Hagee was annoyed with Basic. And I didn't really realize what was going on until the very end, um, but... Yeah, uh, Heggie ends up killing Crosstalk like two minutes early and then just picking up his stuff and walking off. And Basic's like, wait, are, was he mad at me? Was that towards me? And and sure enough, it was. And and uh, they, they did board a flight. 
uh, about, what is this, an hour ago, 40 minutes ago? It's exactly where you want to be if you're annoyed with somebody just sitting right next to him on a flight, you know? Yes. Well, Basky asked him, like, are we going to sit next to each other? And Hagee was like, nope. Oh, okay, very good. <laughs> so it is Southwest, so there's no seat assignments. Okay, at least, nice. So you, you're, you're flexible. And uh, he texted, uh, Kevin did not want to sit with me. And uh, I said, did you sit with him anyway? <laughs> uh, that's very Basky to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, no, he's mad. Uh, so that's you know that's a that's follow up that's a little bit of a soap opera. Oh, know? this is perfect. They picked the perfect time for this to happen because now you're you're in uh, work trip mode, right? Oh yes, yeah. Now you're now you're in in a confined space. That's right. You know, once you once you move in together, once you're married, there's we're going no, NBA one, bubble with one, this, once. Baby. Yeah, once the bickering yeah. starts, there's no. All right, well I'm just out of here. That was a move you could always pull. Now all of a sudden, are they, there's now we're sitting in this. Are they rooming together? No. no. Okay. Traveling Mike though gets. Uh, agitated there was a time at a beach house in Oxnard California where he was on a rant it's like seven o'clock in the morning we're getting ready to head to the, the tennis wow, course do our show okay. you know it starts at eight there west coast sure time. sure but so even our then, show still. was on at 10 and he he couldn't find a bottled water and he starts going off about all the half drinking bottles of water around the house that people had picked up the night before while hammered and trying to get a little bit of H2O down in their mm-hmm. system. I'm with him, honestly. Typical. And yeah. uh, at one point, I, I stopped and I said, Yeah, Mike, do you want to fight about it? <laughs> <laughs> do you got to beat me up? Should it, we just would, fight? Would that make it okay? Uh, <laughs> fine. You know what? Let's just fight about it, Mike. You'll feel better if you punch me in the face. I, and he was like, I don't know. And then, but, but I think that moment kind of shook him out of it. And I, I think the moment today with Heggie shook him out of it. So I think like a not a reticent, but maybe an apologetic Basky will be uh, greeting you on the. Has that happened before? An apologetic. Yeah. Basky? Well, he won't actually say I'm sorry. What his, is it? What, what's he his will version? just try to participate in the show. Okay. Anything else, Blake? Do you, Do you think when you said that it kind of reminded me? Do you think that fighting with your friends physically is good for the friendship? I, I'm on the stance of it yes. can be. I think you should have one good fight if you want to call yourself best friends with someone. It, it could be. You know, I, I mean, not if one's really like, good no, at No, I mean physical. Physical? I'm not, I'm not talking like, oh, you're, I hate you, bro. I'm no, talking about bad. physical. That's weird. And yeah. I'm not saying knock his teeth out, but I think one good physical fight and you're still friends after, yeah. you're true friends. If you've never fought, I don't know if you can call someone your best friend because you haven't had enough emotion I don't know together. if I would go that far. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't call fighting a deal killer. You know, certainly okay. it's overcomable, and at times it brings friends closer together. There we go. I would be, I'd be willing to say I that. mean, I'd advocate for it if it just meant that more people got hit in the mouth. I just mm. feel like more well, people need the experience <laughs> of at least one time getting hit in the mouth and remind, remind, reminding themselves what can happen, right, the possibilities. I feel like we've gotten to a point where not enough people have gotten hit in the mouth. Yeah. Well, thank you Even for your sure. best friend. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're, we're losing recipes out here. Man. Look, if that's the way that we can assure it and make sure that this everything goes over uh, goes over swell, I think that you're, that you're might just be your best friend. Do. I'm tired of how the world's soft. You need one right in the jaw. I really appreciate those takes, though, from you guys. That's uh, right. Uh, and I appreciate y'all participating, unlike some others. <laughs> you looking at me? Hey, our lift's here, guys. You guys have a good show. Bye. That's it for the G. <laughs> um. But no, that that uh, that was that was fun. I I, I had never s- seen like Hagee get that uh, upset with with Basic, and it, it was hilarious. Uh, okay, what's coming up on your show tonight, guys? Uh, I mean, obviously we're getting ready Super Bowl week. We're not making the trip like you guys, but we're still excited for it. Um, and then also trade deadline is on the eighth, so we're gonna get into some trading rumors at nine twenty. But um, yeah, and also nine o'clock. What do you think that the NFL needs to change for next season? Goodell had the state of the uh, NFL earlier today, so kind of go around some of that as well i feel like we need more rules to punish the defense for being physical that's right mm-hmm. yeah you know i, I agree it's, it really became kind of a bummer this year when the cowboys led the league in scoring at 29 but uh 
two of those points per game were actually from Deron Bland. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. That guy taking five house calls back. So I do find it interesting. Maybe the 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 NFL competition committee will they you know look to tweak those rules in any way? I think the fumbling out of the end zone and we've, we've talked about that one. I, the Chiefs holding the line pretty good on it, but um, I I think and I don't know totally why, uh, but I am. Anything to do with more like scrutiny of the referees? I, I, I need. Yeah, I, let's make them full time. Yeah, I F- need figure out something about them grading scales. Whatever you have to do. Ooh. Maybe some guys don't need to officiate every single week if they're missing calls. We should have like a pro football focus for referees there? where we get their numbers, Y'all their analytics. What's yep. the grades on these yep. schmoes? Y'all are you know, right the thing I question though is is that going to make us feel better? Because like yes. you know, the NBA did the yeah, transparency it, thing of the last two minute report. And it's make, like all right, I saw that that call was yeah. wrong, but ultimately it's not going to change the result. It'll on my make me team. feel better if some of these guys don't officiate games every week. Like if you're a low graded guy you can't get the primetime game or, the or you just have a game at all Ooh, you know sorry if you're, now, if you're a bad official you don't get to officiate this week now a question for y'all me and reggie have talked about this and i'm sure y'all brought it up before as well and i thought nope, about you it gotta go blake oh okay we gotta run okay uh lifts here <laughs> lifts here yeah, yeah. I, well, I wouldn't i wouldn't oh you didn't joke that. about that, that. that that's actually serious <laughs> we gotta run there goes uh thanks to lucius alex until tomorrow night blake we'll hold it down thanks to Woolchuck and shia following brian brought us i'm gavin dawson until tomorrow at two live from las vegas you're going home with the g-bag nation eddies <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.